You're listening to Titan Internet Radio, broadcasting 24-7 from the library basement of California State University Fullerton. Chipotle check, check, Chimichanga, Tabasco from Chipotle. The views and opinions expressed in this program don't express the views of Titan Radio, Titan Communications, CSUF, or any of its affiliates. I mean, you can say what you want, be yourself, but just don't be it. Titan Radio would like to thank Golden Voice for its continuous support. Check out goldenvoice.com for a full list of events. If you're interested in sponsorship opportunities for Titan Radio, contact titanradio-gm at fullerton.edu or call 657-278-5505. Titan Radio. Titan Radio. Titan Radio. Titan Radio. Titan One, two, three, four. Brownie points is on the air. And no, you can't see Ariba's hair. And he's Filipino. And no, she's not Hispanic. So tune in now to Brownie points. Brownie points. Hey, everybody. And welcome back to Brownie points. Today we're going to be doing 36 questions, how to fall in love. Okay, so I know it sounds a little weird at the forefront, but it's this New York Times list of questions. I did it in my sex com class, and it's essentially like these lists of questions that like expose the other person a little better, like expose in an interesting way. Like I feel like it's like you get to know things that you never thought you would need to know or even think to know about somebody. Annie's never done this before, so she's going in very blind. Yeah, I'm definitely trying to make Ariba fall in love with me, so. <laughs> well, I mean, Let's like how I'm out. already halfway there, so it's not going <laughs> to be that hard. <laughs> but it's fun. I'm excited. I've only done the half of these questions around, so it'll be interesting to see what the other half is. And also, yeah, like, I've, I've heard of this too, definitely, and I've always, I've just, I've heard of it, and I've always wanted to do it. I just never thought to do it, but. Here we are now. Here we are. It'll be fun. It'll be cool. Okay, let's go ahead and start with the first question and see and, and see how it goes. See if we fall in love with each other. We probably will. Okay, so the instructions and everyone that's listening, like I highly recommend doing this with everybody. Like it's not, it's not again, it's not like a significant other thing. It's literally yeah, it's one. Yeah, everybody and I were talking about it. Like most I me and Ariba both agree that like any kind of like any it works for any kind of relationship and like even friendships because I think and Ariba agrees with me that friendships also are a type of relationship and you can go through like the same like honeymoon phase all those phases in a friendship so this isn't specific to just like a significant other but if you wanted to get to know your significant other better you could or if you wanted to if you had a friend that you wanted to get to know better you could also do this 
Yeah, I agree. And it's just like 36 questions to fall in love. That's what I Googled. Um, and we're just going to go through all of the questions um, and switch off reading the questions one by one. Because those are the, the instructions that New York Times has given us. Okay, yeah. the first one. Here, I'll go. Okay, Annie, if you could invite anyone in the world to dinner, who would it be? Oh, um, either Bob Goff or Bob Ross. Who's so, Bob Goff? So Bob Goff, he's, um, he's an author. He has a book called Love Does. And then he has like a couple other books that he wrote. And it's really cool. It, it does try to tie like religion into it. But I like the first part of like how he talks about things. And it basically just talks about how like, I don't know, he just talks about his life. He uses his life and then at the end of each like chapter, he tries to tie it into like God and stuff, which I thought it was really cool when I was reading it um, during like my spiritual awakening journey. But for the most part, I'm taking it as more of like a life lesson. And so this guy's like super dope. He's done like so much things in his life. He like, knows so many people. And it's just really cool to see how like he perceives life, basically. Either that or, oh, actually I lied. Um, this guy named Maury. Um, I was reading a book in high school. It was called Tuesdays with Maury. Oh, yeah. That's such a good yeah. book. Yeah. And I would love to actually have dinner with Maury and see how he got to where he is in his life because that book is amazing. Oh, my God. I love that. Um, I would invite either Kendrick Lamar or President Obama. Oh, okay. Just because Obama's really cool and has made a lot of waves <laughs> for a lot of people. And Kendrick Lamar is genuinely so smart. Like, like so smart, it blows my mind. And I want to get to know, like, I want to see how casually smart he probably is. And I just, like, would love that. Like, I would love that so much. I would literally, I always say this, like genuinely, I've, I've always said this, um, I'm going to meet President Obama before I die. Like that's going to happen. Okay. That's happening 100%. And I'm going to at one point in my life, I don't know how much money, like I would literally rather go and get, like I'd rather go see Kendrick Lamar pit tickets than like go on a honeymoon. What if you could turn those pit tickets into like a meet and greet, VIP? Anything, and a, a meet and greet like like pit tickets like whatever I want to see him perform like I just okay. like those two people just like are so cool like Obama is like the like the resonance of like what I want to do like make this person of color like you know what I mean like very yeah. cool moves and like Kendrick Lamar is just like this really smart artist that has like really owned his own being and like the things that he grew up in and I just oh. like those, that's why I really like I like those are the I like look up to them they're so cool they're just okay. so so cool but yeah okay next question all right would you like to be famous and in what way yes I would like to be famous and in an intellectual way like I want to make moves for people I want to be like a role model I want to um I want people to look, like look up to me if they need someone to look up to. That's that's how I want to be famous. Oh, 100%. I'd say like the same thing. Like ever since I guess I was like little, I've always wanted a platform because I just always thought that I had something to say. And like, I don't know, it'd be cool to just influence people. I definitely, if I could be famous, which would be awesome, I'd like to be famous in an influential way. Like I want to see people, I want people to see me as an influencer. 
what would constitute a perfect day for you? Um, a perfect day for me would be anything that involves no school, no work, um, breakfast with my family, and then the rest of the day with my friends at the beach, and then somewhere somewhere like a like a stupid chain restaurant for dinner and then like mcdonald's for ice cream that's my perfect day that's cute i like that mine would be i don't mind if i go to school or work in the morning i do want like the evening for myself um i want to be productive during the day for sure so if i go to school or work like it has to be like a good productive day and then Towards the end, I'd say, like, I'd like to be with my friends and a sunset, a really nice sunset with my friends that, friends or my boyfriend, like, either one, um, or everyone, that'd also be, like, amazing. Um, Yeah, just sunset with them and then, like, a diner. I'd say a diner for dinner. Oh, cute diner, yeah. And it always oh, has to be like a summer night and we can drive with the windows down. That's perfect. And like music blaring and yes. everyone screaming. The, the, it's like some really like shitty pop song. And or like, like early 2000s song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. You know the vibes. 100%. Yeah, you know the vibes. Okay. When did you last sing to yourself, to someone else? The last time I sang to myself was literally like while I was getting ready for this. <laughs> Me too. Maybe 15 minutes ago? 20? Yeah. Yeah. I sing to myself a lot. Um, I sing to people a lot too. I don't sing sing to people. I like say the lyrics to people and then they look at me like very confused because I definitely said it not in tune to the, not on, (laughs) and they're like, what are you saying? And then I have to explain what song I was singing. I like sing. I literally watched a movie the other night with my friends and and I sang a song from the movie. Like I'll flat out (laughs) sing it. I love, love it. it. I really don't care. I'll sing to anybody. <laughs> well, how about how come you haven't serenaded me? I had to have serenaded you. There's no mm. way I've never sung to you before. I don't know. I don't know. There's everybody. no way I sing to everybody. There's no way I've sing. I've sang oh. at least in the vicinity of you. <laughs> okay, I'll give I'm you always that. singing. I promise. No, we definitely remember. We went. No. We went to a concert at school. And I was singing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was singing to you, too. We were singing. We were singing to each other. We were singing to each other. Okay. Um, Okay. Next question. If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? Interesting. Body of a 30-year-old. Because... Because then I would have the intellectuality of a 60-year-old, but I would be spry and, like, able to do more things with my knowledge. I would be right there with you. I would say the body because, like, I don't know. Because then if I just had my mind, I would feel like I was trapped in my body that wasn't as able being. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. That'd suck to be, like, like, to have all this knowledge and to want to do things with it and, like, go places, but, like, your body, like, physically restrains you from it. Like, that'd be awful. It's scary. Your turn, Annie. Name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. Oh, is it okay. easy? Okay, go. Um, we love to tangent a yes. lot. 100%. That is something we have in common. 100%. Um, we're both first gen. Yes. 
Um, and I want to say we both, um, well, I mean, we're both brown, but I, that's a given. That's a given. But like, like that's like very given. animated. Yes. Yeah, we're both think, extremely animated. Well, I think we're very animated and we're very specific people. Like, I don't think, like, I think that, like, a lot of our friends think, like, Matt from last last week on our show he always says that he like loves that we did the show together because it's such a good it's like such a good fit yeah. and it's because I'm so me and you're so you <laughs> yeah. you know um, like I, like it's so like we have some, each other out. yeah like we were di- we're very similar but we're also very distinct and I think that's what we have in common we're very specific about the people we are actually if anything I'd say we are both an acquired taste I, uh, I don't think everybody can be our friend because I feel like sometimes we can both be a little much in different ways. Oh, a hundred percent. We're definitely an acquired taste. Yeah. And, and, and what's interesting is that the people that stick around, those are the people that are, that you know, that are like, oh, people. <laughs> oh yeah. Also, but they're also an acquired taste. So. Oh yeah. We have some acquired taste friends for sure. <laughs> okay. For what in your life do you feel most grateful? Oh, friends, hands down, friends and family. Yeah, me too. That is, if I, I, I do this like daily affirmation thing where I will actually list off the friends in my head that I'm oh, thankful cute. for. And then I end up crying because I'm just so happy and grateful for everybody. Oh my God, that's so sweet. I would say friends and family for me too. Friends, family, a roof over my head, the education I'm granted. Yeah. If that, yeah, if anything, the only thing, like, I can say that I'm, like, truly blessed with is, like, the friends that I have. Yeah. And, like, how hard my parents work for everything yeah. to give to, to give me. Okay. Um, all right, my turn. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be interesting? Okay, so this one, I want a disclaimer. Annie, you and I cannot tangent on this one. Okay, okay. In short, because I think that's the point yeah. of these questions is to keep it nice and to the point. Um, one thing I would want to change is probably some cultural things in aspect of like me becoming friends with like the opposite gender. I think that was a big thing for me. And I think that I was caught, I might've been copped of friendships in high school that like male friendships in high school because I was so standoffish about it because of the way that I was raised that I think I could have made some really good friends in high school and I just didn't because I was uncomfortable and I didn't know how to approach it um Mm -hmm. and I think that that was like something that I should have known and just been comfortable enough to do yeah that's fair um that's actually um I would for me change uh, my parents overprotecting me. Like I wasn't allowed to do like karate as a kid. I wasn't allowed to do anything that like would get me hurt or any activities that would allow me to get hurt. So I would definitely like for like my parents to have like been more open to me getting hurt. Like I feel like getting hurt is a natural part of growing up and that's how you learn. And so I feel like I was deprived of that is like the opportunity to get hurt. I don't know. It's weird to say, but like I wish I did karate as a kid basketball or sports thing I, I think that's super interesting I don't want to tangent too much on it but yeah. I think that's cool because it's like you the it was your decision to choose if you wanted to get hurt or not it shouldn't have been something that anyone else decided for you yeah they, so they I, were like understand um Ooh, so this this minutes. one is take four minutes and tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible I say 
we do a solid let's do two minutes you know what we'll do two minutes two minutes if if you if you want two minutes you can either do the beginning half or the last half okay ready and you go first ready me oh my god um okay i came here when i was three years old um i oh my god i my parents were really strict. I only had like a few friends. Um, I wasn't really allowed to go outside and play with the other kids in my neighborhood. I was never okay, actually allowed to play with kids in the neighborhood. Um, uh, I moved a few times and moving to Orange County was really rough because I was surrounded by a really um, prominent Asian community and losing that, uh, all those friends was really hard for me to transition. Um, and I feel like my parents value the wrong things in terms of friendships for me. And they wouldn't let me hang out with specific friends because of like cultural differences or to my parents, their own cultural difference, um, which really sucks. And then I got into a bad group of people. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's my life. Is that it? Oh, I don't know. Um, and then I went to college and then, I don't know, I got into more trouble uh, because my parents were really strict on me as a child and wouldn't teach me how to approach things properly. They just told me to stay away from it. And yeah, I wasn't ready for that question. Yeah, it's hard. It's a really hard question. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, let me I go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit a minute just like you did. So you Was hit that a minute? minute? A minute 10. Okay, okay. so I'm going to go now. Okay, so yeah, I was born... In LA, I'm first gen. My parents are Pakistani and Bangladeshi. I moved to Orange County when I was like one or two, probably. So like really early on. Um, I've moved around a lot. I've probably moved to like seven different apartments in my life. Um, I lived in a one bedroom apartment for six or seven years. Um, and that was a pretty weirdly significant thing in my life. Um, and then I went to middle school and high school in the Placentia Overland dis- District. Uh, that taught me a lot because I was like a minority and um, I feel like that was interesting for me to like grasp that and not even knowing that I was grasping it because I didn't even understand that there was a difference because I grew up not even thinking that there was a difference. Um, and yeah, and then I live in, oh, I'm also Muslim, very Muslim, conservative, not me. I'm not that conservative, but my parents are really conservative. So those values were brought on me pretty hard. Um, And I've definitely done a lot of soul searching and work and education to see where I'm at with the conservativeness and like see what I align with um, in my religion. And yeah, now I'm in college, um, working two jobs, taking classes, trying to study for my LSATs. And that's... I think the that's the end to this part of my life and the, the beginning of the next part of my life. But yeah, I hit the same time you did. Did you really? Yeah. Next question. All right. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Mm, probably my two things, my love life and my career life. I was going to say the same exact thing. That's my mm-hmm. answer. That's my answer yeah. too. I don't think we need to elaborate on it. That's yeah. It. That's it. Um, all right. Next question. Is there something that you've dreamed of for doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it? Uh, I mean, skydiving and because I don't have money. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've definitely dreamed of being on stage and walking down a runway and I've kind of done it. Okay. So, okay. So 
fun fact about Annie, when I was little, and I still do now, I've actually always wanted to be secretly like a model, like a runway model. Like I love trying clothes on and like doing a little fashion show in my room and like practicing poses and stuff. And I actually finally did something around that, um, was doing the pageant. So I'd like to do more of it. Yeah. That's cute. I also, besides skydiving and also traveling, I dream of traveling. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, but also that's just mo- monetary. <laughs> Yeah, no, hundred percent. It was part, free. Like, I also just like really casual traveling, and I don't. That's not something I'm able to do right now either. But not because of monetary, because I don't have time either. Like I've dreamt also of- Rona, also Corona. You're right. Okay, your turn. Um, what is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Um, oh, where I'm where I'm Ooh. at in my education, <laughs> and um. This is random. I spoke at my high school graduation, and I'm really proud of that. Oh, did you? Yeah, I was a commencement speaker. <gasps> Bro, that's what's up. Did you not? Oh, have okay. you not talked about that? Yeah, I was a commencement speaker. Oh, okay. It makes sense. Sounds about right. Sounds about Ariba. <laughs> so I, sh- I wasn't even a valedictorian. I literally auditioned. But it's cool, because now everyone thought I was valedictorian. So. Oh, that's awesome, actually. <laughs> <laughs> You just exposed yourself to Ariba, so now everyone's gonna know. No, it's know. true. I don't lie. I don't lie. <laughs> but I won't. Um, but if you think that... I'm not gonna... I'm not I gonna th- yeah. I'm gonna say <laughs> anything. I'm gonna let you think it. <laughs> um, mine was either being in the pageant, because Ooh. that was really cool to just get past all my comfort zones and stuff and, like, all my trauma that I was going through, then that was pretty cool. And also where I'm at with my education, like, I've worked really flipping hard for yeah. this for this like a diploma and so when I get it oh my gosh it's gonna feel so satisfying that is oh my god 100 percent. what do you value most in a friendship quality time quality time my love language is quality time like that's a really big part of my love language mm-hmm. so I understand though when you can't spend quality time with someone but when you do spend that time with them I'm more of quality versus quantity so if I don't see you that much that's fine but it's when I get when I do get to see you I want it to be quality meaningful Mm -hmm. like interaction Mm -hmm. about you um quality time a good sense of humor oh yeah and uh trust trust Mm. Um, and I think that good sense of humor is really important to me because like laughter is really important to me and I'm like and I'm like want my you friends. laugh a lot I laugh a lot and I like to make people laugh I'm like a big class clown all the time I love 100% <laughs> you are the class clown oh yeah but yeah humor means a lot to me like I I love making people laugh and I love hearing and like I love laughing so much if you yes. make me laugh like I love you okay um what is your most treasured memory this one's hard oh oh, this one's so these are getting like deep um probably something with my mom when I was little Mm. um we she used to be a 24-hour caregiver and she worked in Beverly Hills and I have a lot of like really powerful childhood memories there either that or um, yeah, probably that, that I would never want to lose are those memories of me as a kid with my mom and like the things that we did together. I don't really know if I have a most treasured memory. I'm going to be honest with you. I have like little memories that I always remember and I'll never forget. 
but I don't think I have a most treasured memory. I think all of the ones that my brain ends up keeping are pretty treasured. So yeah, I think that that's what that's my statement. I think like anything that my brain ends up staying with is what I'm going to cherish for the rest of my life. That's fair. I mean, I cherish all my memories, but uh, the memories that I just absolutely couldn't lose would be the ones from my childhood with my mom. Because I also didn't get to see her as much. So the ones that I do have with her, I'd like to keep. If you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change (sighs) anything about the way you are now living? Why? Yeah, I would leave everything. Oh, yeah. I would probably spend six months travel. I would spend six months traveling and then six months with my friends and family. I would drop out of school. I would drop out of work. And I would Uh just, like, do whatever I wanted. But I don't know if I would spend the first half traveling or the last half traveling. Mm. I think I would spend the last half traveling and die somewhere random so that way my my family doesn't have to see me like that. Oh, I would actually do it the other way because I wanted last I would like the last six months of my life with my family and stuff. Um I um what was I was gonna say something a little bit different than you. Oh, I would spend all my money. I would spend yeah. all my money and give all my things away. I mean that's what I would do if I was traveling. Spend all of my money. Yeah. Okay, um, what does friendship mean to you? Oh, friendship means a a ton to me. Like, Mm -hmm. like a lot to me. Friendship is like the foundation that I've built. I've been, I've built a lot in friendship the other, the last couple of years. Like a ton of, of, of friendship. I don't even explain it. Like friendship has just meant a lot to me. Like it's one of the most consistent things in my life. It's the best thing to fall back on. It's the best thing to look forward to. Friendship just means a lot. Um, I'm there with you, all of that, but also um, growing up, I didn't have my family as an emotional support. I had them mostly as a financial support, so a lot of my emotional support came from my friends, and so my a lot of my friends became my family. Sure, I had friends come and go a lot, but like just friendship in general means so much. Like if you're, if I consider you like a friend, like a homie, homie, bro, like you're lucky. I would go to the ends of the world for you. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like really there. I'm really spreading myself thin for you. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you should, you should be lucky that I'm your friend. Cause I could, the, the stuff that you're getting from me now, like you wouldn't get that from me if you weren't my friend. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. I get that. Yeah. Like I, I definitely like put my friendship on different pedestals and also like mm-hmm. I definitely also have different, um, fat, like rooms of friendship. Like I have different yes. people of that are in different rooms and like those different friend groups mean different things to me. Like I have a friend group that like nurtures my education and nurtures my knowledge. Mm -hmm. I have a friend group that encourages me to be dumb and like wants me to have a good time (laughs) and do stupid shit. And that means just as much as my other friends. Then I have friends that nurture the religious side of me. And then a lot Mm -hmm. of my friends are interchangeable throughout those groups. Um, And I think that's important to have like all those different friends because you like also like people have different personalities they want to express so the more friend groups that you have that you can be different forms of yourself like I feel is really important what roles do love and affection play in your life Ooh, a big role I am an extremely loving and affectionate person if you are my friend you are getting all my love and affection and also if you are my significant other <clears throat> my boyfriend <laughs> I feel like it's, I'm a very affectionate person, dude. I don't, I don't think know. I am. 
but like in a weird I don't like, think physically you're affect I don't think you're physically affectionate yeah but like you're well, not no so so what I mean to say is is that I'm definitely like love and affection play big roles in my life but in a very non-traditional way because as we expressed mm-hmm. earlier I'm extremely non-traditional um yeah like I think I think they mean a lot like people that I love know that I love them mm-hmm. um and and I definitely express that in a different manner. I express it in being there for them. I express it in um, being mm-hmm. the one that they could call, being consistent, being responsible enough and be, being there for them, like being the, the, their rock. Like I'll listen to them. I'll give them good advice. Like that's how I show my love. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely like, like, and you know what? I am pretty verbal about being like, I love you like this and that, but I definitely am not as traditional about my love and affection. Um, I feel like you're not as physical with your affection. I'm not that physical with my affection. No, no. I'm, I'm, I like, I like hugs. I'm very physical. Like I have to give you hug, but in a significant other relationship, I'm very like physical, very physical with how I show my affection. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like very, I like give hugs. I hug everybody, but you can definitely tell like who I'm more comfortable with and who I'm just like hugging. Mm-hmm. mine would be like oh like play with my hair like I'd like to play with people's hair like I want my hair played with like I want like oh my god I have to be really touching you for you to be okay like I have to be super close with you and then I'll be okay with it okay wait my turn okay. yes. ultimate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner share oh, five five items That's you go first okay hmm. okay I think you're very easy to talk to okay um, you have a very strong presence. Oh. I love that about you. You have a really strong presence. Um, you're, you're very, um, I feel like you're very authentic. Like, in the sense where I don't feel like I'm not getting any from you. Like, if, if that makes sense. Like, I think, like, I don't really ever feel like you're putting on a show or a facade for me. Like, this, like, you are who you are to me. You think so? Yeah. Do you really think so? Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, I like to say you're wit. <laughs> you're witty. You are. You are witty. I like that about you. I also, I like um, how open you are to things in the sense of like trying things, but also like being open to understanding things. Like, I don't feel like if, if I look like I'm dropping the ball or if I don't do, like, or, or if I sound, like, I don't know, like, I, I, I come off rude sometimes, even though everyone, like, you know I'm not, but sometimes <laughs> I come off as rude, uh, and you know that I'm not like that, and I appreciate that you've been open to understanding that. That makes sense. That makes sense. Does that, that makes make sense? sense. I feel like you're yeah. open to, to getting to know me and, like, also open to a lot of just other things. Aww. <laughs> oh man. Um, this is hard. I love how woke you are and how you influence me to care about more about like just Aww. more real problems. Like that that's something is that also really important to me right now is like uh having like friendships that make me more aware of my surrounding and I like love that about you. And how you're so cool about talking about it too, like you're you're fine teaching, you know what I mean? Well, that uh, that means a ton. Like genuinely, that means so much to me. Um, I appreciate I appreciate 
that you're just willing to be honest. Like, if you don't like something or you, like, like something's not going in a way that you don't like, like, you're willing to be like, hey, I don't really like this. Is there any way we could fix this? Or is there um, – like, you're just open to have a conversation with me, and I appreciate that. I'm like, I'm like, I don't like when people stew about things. So I appreciate that you could be like, hey, I don't like this, or I don't like that, or hey, can we do something else? Because that's honesty, and you respect me enough to have an open dialogue. You think so? Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. my God. It's like, I mean, and I'm not going to say, like, here's the thing. I'm going to be honest, right? Like, yeah. someone, t- like, I'm not going to say it's not, like, jarring at first, or it's, like, not yeah. annoying. But the thing is, is that, it's okay. Like these things aren't meant to be easy or, or nice or comforting. They're supposed to be jarring and maybe annoying or a little bit this and that. Like you don't take it overboard, but you take it to the extent where you're like, Hey, this is something that's not going in a way that should be going this way. Or we need to change the rhetoric about this. um, And I'm going to be honest. Sorry. I I don't mean to cut you. I'm going to be honest. The only reason I'm like this is because of you. Yeah, it's because you make me feel like I can say no as well. Like, because you can, like, it, it just feels like, oh, or she can say no to me. Like, I can say no to, like, her too. Like, it's it's fine. Like, it's okay yeah. to say no. I've never had, like, I used to always be a people pleaser. So I would always say yes to everything, even if I wasn't crazy about it. And you were the first person that always asked me for my opinion. And I was like, you know what? She's actually asking for my opinion. Let me give her my honest opinion. And I was like, you know, I'm not happy with this sometimes. And you know what? You're like, that's fine. And I'll tell you things and you're like, I'm not too crazy about it. And I'm like, that's fine. And the only reason I'm like this is because of you. So I'm glad you, you think that because you're, you're teaching me this. Oh my God. So so I guess that's my positive characteristic about you is you teach me to be open about my opinions. I don't know. I feel like I like that you're just fun. Like, I don't really feel like from the beginning, I didn't really feel like I had to be, um, like I mean we were pretty professional at the beginning though (laughs) like kind of like I just feel like from the beginning like like one episode because we didn't know each other that well and then we just got comfortable with each other like the second week in like I I like you're you're easy to get along with in the sense where I didn't feel like there was like a weird wall up like we just kind of got Mm. going you're very personable you're personable so it was easy to like just keep going yeah I love that I work really hard actually to make myself very personable and approachable to people um yeah that's something like I really cultivated in myself um I'd say my last positive characteristic that I I mean obviously not the last (laughs) um would be how um just how open you are to discussing you I enjoy having you as a friend that I can discuss things with like I can come to you with like a scenario or just like something I learn and I'm like hey you know what I'd like to have a conversation about this topic and like it's cool to have like you we're not arguing we never argue about anything but we can say like hey I disagree with that mm-hmm. and here's my like perspective and my point of view and I really enjoy that we can have like wholesome discussions and debates and stuff like I agree I feel like that's really cool I like that, too. I like that. okay Next question. That okay. was cute. I think that was my favorite question. Yeah, I really oh, like that one. I like that one. Um, alrighty. My turn. How do you feel about your relationship with your mother? Um, it's good. Sometimes it's rough. Sometimes it's not. I know that she'll always be there for me, and she knows that I'll always be there for her. We're kind of each other's rocks, but sometimes that gets hard. But I love my mom so much. I'd say as of recently, I've definitely gotten a lot closer to my mom especially like with telling her about my boyfriend 
um, and just life things that I'm, I'm, I'm being more open with her about. So we've gotten a lot closer, I want to say. That's sweet. That's good. Good moves. Make three we statements each. For instance, we are both in this room feeling. This one's interesting. Oh. Um, we are both in this room excited about this question challenge. We are both learning a lot about ourselves and each other. We are both learning how to think about ourselves in a different manner. This oh, one. that was a good, that was a good last week. I like that one. Thank you. Um, we are both trying to navigate ourselves in this um, modern society with our traditional upbringing. Um, we are both trying to work on our identities, I feel like. We're both, that's something that we're both doing, like our school identity, our career identities, we're both working on that. And we are both cool as heck. Oh, cute. You know right. We're both cool as heck. Right. And we got shit to say. So listen, listen okay. up. Tell your partner what you like about them. Be very honest this time. Say things that you might not say to someone you just met. I think you're very brave. I think that you're very brave and um, you, like, it's a part of your personality and I really appreciate that about you, especially, if, uh, like, about some of the things that you've gone through and stuff. I think that you um, are really brave about tackling them head on and doing a lot of things, even though I know it's rough for you and, like, how day-to-day -day things are really hard, but you still like really pummel through them and you and you still keep going and you have a smile on your face and you're really happy and you you keep on doing it. And I think that's super brave. I wanna cry. <laughs> I love that, that's so sweet. I'm so like, I don't know, I'm, I'm really happy that you see me that way. Glad. Yeah, um, you're extremely brave. Um, I admire you that I admire your, your resilience and how hard you work. You have big goals and I love seeing you just work towards them and work as hard as you can to get them. And like, you're so amazing at balancing your life, even though you, you're juggling so many things. Like I truly admire that you don't let anything get you. Like you don't let anything stop you. You're just like, you find a way. You, you always find a way. Oh, yeah. I like that one too. Oh, that was cute. I like this question. Yeah. I like this question a lot. Oh, okay. This one's sad. This next one's no, this <laughs> one's not sad. This one's not bad. This one's funny. Okay, yeah, I know. I know. Oh. I don't think Okay, it's not that I, I always say this. Okay, wait, wait, ask the question first. Read it. You gotta read it. I read the last one. Oh, okay, okay. Share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life. Oh, okay, God, so all of them. I, that's what I'm saying. I honestly, and I mean it, I don't have one because I do a lot of stupid shit all the time. Yeah. That, no, me, same. And I literally do so much dumb shit that, like, no one would even know about until I, like, just put myself on blast. I'm just falling a lot. Like, listeners, this isn't a cop-out. Like, I just fall a lot, and I, like, do a lot of dumb stuff. Okay. Oh, when did yeah. you last cry in front of another person by yourself? Two nights ago, bro. I've been crying a lot during quarantine. 
I don't know, two, three nights ago, maybe. Cried by myself yesterday. Cried in some in front of somebody also yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you, dude. I've definitely cried within the last week. Quarantine the last two days. I'm so sorry, excuse me. Oh my god. There it is, guys. There it is. (laughs) No, I'm I'm cutting that out. That's not the (laughs) same. Okay. What okay. if? Oh no, no, you asked me. You asked yeah. me. What if anything is too serious to be joked about? Racism. I have a really dark sense of humor, dude. Racism. So like, ra- oh, okay, yeah. No, racism. Racism is. You can't joke about that. That's it. That's my. That's my one word. Racism. Yeah. No. Actually, you're right. Racism. If you were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone, what would you most regret not having told someone? Why haven't you told them yet? I love them. I I live by, I I live by, like, I live by this, is, like, I definitely want to tell everybody um, how I feel about them all the time, and it's, I want everyone to know that I love them. So, as much as possible, I wanted to, like, end everything with, I love you. I agree. Or I forgive you, or I forgive you. I'm the same. If we were in a fight. I think I I have the same exact answer. Yeah. Okay. Your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, I like how they preface that, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be and why? Um, I have this box underneath my sister's bed that's full of pictures. I was going to say a photograph, a photograph, yeah. a photo album. Photo albums. All the pictures I can take. Yeah. Of all the people in your family, whose death would you find most disturbing oh. and why? Oh my god, this one's mean. That's morbid. Um, parents. my parents my and my parents and yeah, my sister and my uncle, my and parents. my uncles and my aunts. Everybody, everybody. I don't think there's anyone specific that I wouldn't be really messed up about at the after. I mean, I mean, if it's, I mean, my grandma passed away, and I mean, I, that was really shocking. But at the same time, like. I was a little more open to that because it, it was really sudden, granted, but I was like, you know, she's older. I'm sad about it still, but like, if they were younger, like my parents, like right now, I'd be disturbed about that. I'd be distraught. Yeah, no, that's fair. If they're older, if they're older, I'm like, eh, you know. I'm yes and no still up in the that. air. I'd still be upset. I'd still be upset, but I wouldn't be disturbed, if that yeah. makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, this yeah. last one's interesting. Share a personable, personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. Also, ask your partner to reflect back to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you have chosen. What? Hold on. Share a personal problem and ask your partner how she might handle it. So ask your partner to reflect back to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you have chosen. Mm. Oh, I have one. Okay, go for it. Um, what would you do if you were in a long-distance relationship and because of corona, it meant that you couldn't see your partner for another year? How would you handle that? I mean, it would be really rough, but I think that I would handle it in a way, I would probably speak to myself and, and build myself up in a way that would reaffirm all the work that you're doing to put into the relationship and that another year is only going to build more build more strength and build more want to see the other person 
and there is light at the end of the tunnel and eventually you'll be able to see them and maybe this is the time to build more. Um, it's, it's more surrounding like a lot of frustration though and not being able to see each other. Well, I think that it, it, you're, I know it's hard and Annie and I talk about this a lot, but it would be unlearning the basic boundaries of and expectations of a relationship. And, oh, and I like that you just brought that up. And like learning how to now know that maybe these relationships that you're both usually in, um, they're not going to relate back to this. Obviously, this is completely different. You guys didn't have that much time with each other when you guys met each other either. So you cannot base this relationship on normalities because it's not a no, quote unquote normal relationship, which I don't even like saying because that's not a thing. Yeah. No relationship's normal. Um, but yeah, like I think it's it's kind of like unlearning these boundaries and these things and like relearning things that work for you and knowing that like, you know what, it's not, probably not going to happen for a year or so, but that doesn't discount the relationship and how much work the two of you are putting into it and how much you mean to each other and how much you want to learn about each other. So I think it's important to always put that into perspective and know that these outside factors mean minuscule, mean a minuscule amount to what the bigger picture is and it's the well-being and the love that both of you have for each other. I love that. I like that you brought in that unlearning thing. Do that. I, 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 want, I definitely want to revisit that topic, though, the unlearning, the learning unlearning. I like that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And I actually will, keep, like, I will keep that in mind. Good. I'm glad. And if you have to, like, it's not, it's a non-traditional, like, relationship right now, and so definitely can't, like, take traditional approaches to it. Yeah. No, absolutely. I like that. Of course. And now I have to reflect back to how you seem to be feeling about the problem you've chosen. And I could tell that you're distraught about it. Like you're a little sad about it. Yeah, I'm frustrated. Like also, it's frustrating it's because it's confusing because there's literally nothing you can do about it, and it's like no outside. Like there's nothing you can do about it. Um, yeah, and it's it's not even like means anymore. I mean, it is literally just means. Like our country's borders are closed. Yeah. Like, it's frustrating. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely frustrated about it. That's yeah. where I'm at. All right, your time. I maybe, okay, so mine is I want to take my LSATs and I want to go to law school Mm -hmm. and I'm experiencing a lot of, I want to do it and I know I can do it, but there's, um, there's been a lot of, here, wait, I want to, I want to rephrase my (laughs) turn. Um, I've been dealing with a lot of imposter syndrome throughout my entire life and I feel like as I'm making decisions that are harder and more solidified and and more um, important uh, the imposter syndrome is really hitting me with full force so for example like me doing law school and my LSATs like every time I think I can do it or get into a school I always feel like I'm lying to myself or I'm lying to others um, about it and everyone's so supportive of me and I always feel like I'm I'm lying to them about how smart I am. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something that I've just been dealing with. I actually love that you brought this up because that is also something I deal with heavily. Like I'm, I'm guilty of the same exact thing. Um, and something that I've done to get me through that is list out all my qualities. I list out all my qualities that like I believe myself to have. And I like, kind of meditate on it like I like teach myself to believe like these things about myself like these things that people see in me 
Because I used to think that, like, earlier when you said that, like, you saw me as brave and all these things, like, and when I asked you, like, did you, do you really mean that? It's because, like, I feel like I'm faking it, you know? When you say that I'm really authentic, like, that really reassures me that, like, I'm coming off, like, the way that I want to. But I used to deal with that. And, like, something that I did was, like, especially getting this new job with a really high position for someone who doesn't even have, like, a degree, I've really struggled with that. And what I've been doing is just telling myself and, like, really affirming myself. It's, like, my daily affirmations that, like, hey, I worked hard. Like, I I could say all I want to say, like, I faked it, like, my classes were too easy. And it's, like, no, my professor definitely would not have given this opportunity to someone like me. Like, my professors actually see something in me. Like, I, I did the work. I didn't copy and paste. I sat down and got the grades that I deserved. Like, I did this. I worked this hard. I, and, like, I usually list out qualities, like, my, my best qualities about myself um, that I know are true and genuine, and I kind of just focus on those more than anything. And then when my doubt starts to come up, when it, I, I use those, like, that list. I'm like, no, like, this isn't, this isn't me. I, I am what I know to myself to be as. I'm not faking it because it'd be really freaking hard to fake it for this entire, like, for as long as I'm faking it for. If I've been faking it for my entire life, like, I'm exhausted. Like, there's no way. I'd be too tired to continue faking it. You know what I mean? And so that's, like, something that I've done um, to help myself get over my imposter syndrome because I struggle with that. I think it's nice to hear when other people like also really I mean it's not nice it sucks that they also really well, yeah them, but it's like cool to know that other people also understand what imposter syndrome is and also go through it in the sense where it's like you're not alone yeah and I, I actually like love that I, I got to know that about you because I really felt like I'm one of the few like I don't think that any of my friends are going through it so it's it's nice to know that I have someone that like can resonate That's with it. how I feel I mean it sucks that we're both going through it but it's nice that we both have each other to go through it with I agree. You know what I mean? Because for the longest time, I felt I felt the exact same way. Like, I'm not deserving of it. Like, what have I done? My thing is with the imposter syndrome is I don't deserve it. I've done nothing to deserve where I'm at. I just That's feel like I, like, I'm, I'm always just, I feel like I'm always just, like, kind of passing through, and people don't know that I'm just kind oh of Oh, my passing. God. Yeah. Like, I'm like, when are my bosses going to realize, like, I'm totally, like, not qualified for this job? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, no, I'm more than qualified for this job. I have all this job experience. Yeah. And so that, that's also something I take into consideration is I have all this experience. Because I used yeah. to, especially when I got my new job, I was like, oh my God, they're going to find out that like, I'm not qualified for this position. Like who let me have this job? And it's like, oh no, like I've done a lot of background work into making myself qualified and credible for this position. So that's also something that I do. Is I look up, I look back at my ex- past experiences and what makes me qualified to be here. I like that, and that helps me a lot because it validates everything else. Because it's it's cool to have that credible piece of like paper, like tangible, and be like, this is how I got here and why I deserve it. You I know like what I mean? That. It's I like proof. No, you're right. That makes sense. Okay, do you want to answer the last yes. part of the question? How I feel like, if anything, you're just nervous I don't know I feel like you're nervous to like be entering this part of your life that like you're letting that get the best of you and like 
like I feel like you're doubting yourself if anything because yeah. like imposter syndrome also has to do with doubt self-doubt and I feel like you're doubting your your like capabilities and I think that that you shouldn't because you are more than capable dude like like I said I admire how like resilient you are and like you don't let anything stop you Ariba like you don't let anything stop you you find a way and so I think that you're gonna find a way oh I like that a lot I like that a lot actually that makes that means a big difference that like just means a lot like that someone it's cool that someone can see that in you yeah it's really nice that you saw those things in me that I'm like oh. okay and so it's I cool coming from you because you're not a bullshit person dude. you know yeah I've never heard you say something just for the shit of saying something no it's, absolutely it's not fine. that's not my prerogative okay so that's that's the end of it everybody I think that was cool because it's like we yeah. were never literally just talking and like that was cool it was interesting um I like I like this because I feel like we learned about each other in a way that we wouldn't have expected. Yeah. Um, it was just questions that brought up a different perspective that forced us to think a certain way. That, we like, asked each other. Yeah, that wouldn't, that what, I like, I really liked how it was very like, take turns, like say we, and like, yeah, I liked it. I, I really like the structure of these questions. Me too. Okay. It was fun. I definitely recommend it, especially for everyone who's like feeling that they're apart from each other. If you want to feel closer to people, definitely take this quiz. You should do it with Lockie, oh. Annie. Oh my God. Oh my God, things fell. You should do it with Lockie, Annie. I am actually, I'm actually going to tell him to do this with me right now. Ew. No, it's a wonderful idea. Yeah, no, I love that you brought this up. I'm definitely going to do this. Yeah, okay. Well, that's it for us, everybody. Yeah. If you guys do this, let us know what you think about it on our Instagram page. We're at 39 followers. Ooh. And what is it? Do you want to say our Instagram? Oh, yes. It's underscore brownie underscore poems underscore. Again, <laughs> I had to get spicy. Yeah, if you guys want to find it, um, it'll be on our both of our Insta pages. So it'll help if you guys want to find it. But yeah, come let us know what you guys yeah. think about the quiz. Okay. Good okay. night. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, guys. Wash your hands. Yes, wash your hands. This Goodbye. program is sponsored by Rastaclat. Rastaclat is a bracelet company that focuses on those that inspire, do good for themselves, and do good for others. With a variety of colors, sizes, themes, and sports teams, there's a little something for everyone. Make your style statement by visiting their website at rastaclat.com. And don't forget to use our promo code CSUF20 for 20% off your purchase. Rastaclat. Seek the positive. Interested in the film and television industry? How about the music, public relations, travel, and tourism industries? Then join Entertainment and Tourism Club, also known as ETC. With ETC, you'll get the opportunity to network with industry professionals, attend TV tapings and company tours, get the opportunity to work award shows, and so much more. You can find out more on our website at etccsuf.org or follow us on social media at etccsuf.